congratulations to the Moats. That is exciting. Praise the Lord. Uh, we know that children are an heritage from the Lord. What a blessing. And uh, look forward to meeting him or her. <laughs> so that's, that's great. Proverbs chapter 2 tonight. Proverbs chapter 2. We're going to read the first five, five verses to begin with. Um, but we're going to go through the chapter. It's fairly short, 22 verses. I want to look at three things tonight. Um, as we look in Proverbs, um, to me the theme, the whole thought of Proverbs is wisdom. Uh, it's spoken of throughout the book. As you read it, you find it in every chapter. And uh, it's talking about seeking wisdom, loving wisdom, where you find wisdom. And what wisdom does for you, uh, and what, what it is to be a fool. It goes the opposite way. It speaks of the foolish throughout the chapter, or throughout the book. Tonight I want to look at wisdom, uh, and I titled the message, Preserved. Preserved. We see some things here tonight. One through six, we see seeking wisdom, and that is your personal responsibility, each and every one of us. Then we see number two, six through eleven is kept Wisdom will keep us, it will preserve us, it gives us discretion. And number three, the rest of the chapter, then uh, I'm going to back up and go in verse 9 through 22, is delivered. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the evil man and the strange woman tonight, uh, but it keeps us from those things. And really we could, we could just wrap that up in sin, um, but... We need discretion. If we're going to walk circumspectly as a Christian, uh, these things are necessary. Let's read verse 1 through 5 as we look at the idea of wisdom preserving or keeping us. Verse 1 says, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searcheth for her as for hid treasure. Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. I wanted to stop there to begin with this morning. Then shalt thou, or this evening, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. I love the promises in the Word of God. We want to know Him? Well, He says, seek me. There's, there's a few things here we'll look at in these verses for seeking God that are laid out in these verses these first few verses. So let's have a word of prayer. I want to look at briefly tonight just chapter 2 of Proverbs. Father, thank you for our time tonight. Lord, we just sang the song, More Love to Thee, and as I, as I sang it, I'm convicted. Is it truly my desire every single day to, to, to love you more, to serve you in a greater way? And Lord, I know that it is your will that that be prevalent in our life, that that be our daily goal. Father, we need wisdom to do that. We need your word to do that. We need your power to do that. Thank you for the book of Proverbs. And Lord, guide us as we look in chapter 2 tonight. You'd lift us up, that you'd encourage us, strengthen us through your word, and that you would be glorified tonight. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Alright, so we see, number one, we're going to look at wisdom. Our responsibility in it is to seek it. You have to look for it. <laughs> it's, it's there. 
That's what I love about it. It's, it's not, it's not uh, hidden as, as a treasure that you can't find. It is something that we can dig into and find. And, and it's there for us. What's it say in James chapter 1, verse 5? I'm going to look at it here in a little while. If we ask, it's given. Ask in faith, nothing wavering, and, and we will find wisdom. But here he's, he gives us some things about it. And I want to look at verse 2. Verse 2 says, if thou, So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom. The first thing he says in seeking wisdom is to incline your ear. Incline your ear. I, I thought of it and I, I wrote this. It's show some interest. Show some interest in it. Have a desire. Um, my my e-sword says the, the meaning of the Greek word could be defined this way. To prick up the ears... That is to hearken. That is to hearken. To have an interest in it. To, to somewhat do this. Right? Try to hear. Uh, our kids, I'll pick on them tonight, have very selective hearing. Very selective. It's funny. We thought when, when Matt was little, we might have to get his ears checked. Because we would tell him something and he would say, What? 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 And then we'd be driving down the road, windows open, uh, not necessarily, but we'd have something playing on the radio. Driving down the road, he's in the back of the Suburban, and I would whisper to Elizabeth, should we get the kids ice cream? Ice cream? Ice cream? Did you say ice cream? I'm like, he has no problem with his ears. He has a problem with his attention. We all do. I'm not trying to pick on you, Matt. Every one of us does this. We have selective hearing. It's what we incline our ear to. It's what matters to us, is what we listen to. So he says, he's giving instruction to his son. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline, you're going to have to pay attention and focus on this. You're going to have to prick up your ear and try to hear. So the first thing in seeking is, is show some interest in it. All right, do you want wisdom tonight? Incline the ear. Then he says, and apply thine heart to understanding. Incline and apply. Make a choice or cause to yield. All right, it's one thing for Matt to hear the instructions that I give him. All right, and, and don't get me wrong, he wants to hear me when I speak to him. All right, when I tell him something, he listens to me, he wants to know. It's one thing to want to know. It's another thing to take that information and use it. To apply it. To cause to yield. To surrender to what it is telling us. It's one thing to know the Word of God. It's another thing to listen to it. Right? The Bible says we, so many times we look at the Word of God like looking in a mirror and we walk away and forgot, forget what we've seen. My dad put a thing on, shared a deal with me that had a picture of a gorilla. And he said, I woke up this morning, looked in the mirror, and this is what I saw. He's trying to be funny. It's probably true. That's about what he saw this morning. And he's trying to forget what he saw. I just thought about it. I was like, it's what I do in the Word of God. I look in and I see how sinful and wicked I am. I see the wisdom in it. I see the instruction in it. And yet I don't want to apply that to my life. I'm stubborn, I'm selfish, I'm proud. 
so I don't yield to it. And apply thine heart to understanding. Yield to what you're told. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, liftest up thy voice for understanding. Verse 4, if thou seekest her as silver, put effort into it. Strive after it. Start looking, and looking with some real determination. Seeking it. Seeking it. You ever lost something that was really, really valuable to you? I was driving for Empire Paper, and uh, I was driving with a guy named Cameron, and we went up to Oklahoma City, and we came back, and we stopped at the truck stop at Chickasha. We went in, we used the restroom, we got something to drink, got in the truck, and drove about 10 miles down the road, and I said, where is my wedding ring? I wasn't driving, Cameron was driving. I said, where's my wedding ring? And he goes, what? I said, I lost my ring. And he slams on the brakes and pulls it over, and we tore that cab apart. We looked for it. I said, evidently, I lost it in the bathroom back at Chickasha. He turns the truck around, we went back. Because it was something that really mattered to me. <laughs> my wedding ring is important to me. I went in, I asked the lady at the cash register if I could have some rubber gloves, and she looked at me like I was drunk. I said, I just need a couple disposable plastic rubber gloves. I'm going to go dig through your trash because I lost my wedding ring. I went in the trash can, and I pulled all the trash out of a truck stop bath, trash can out of a bathroom. Right? About as nasty as you can get. Why? Because it was important to me. Because I wanted that ring. I never found it. I have no idea where I lost it. It's gone now, and this is a new one. <sighs> eBay, no, Amazon, something like that. <laughs> Don't go to K's and spend all that money. You can get tungsten for 30 bucks. Um, <laughs> But it was important to me, so I put, I put some effort and time into it. I, I went and I dug into the trash. I wanted to find that. And I, I thought about it. If I really cared about wisdom, I would at least put that much effort into it, if not more. He says, seek. And then he says, search. Searching is diligence. It's, it's, a, it's not something that you do for two minutes and stop. It's a lifelong pursuit. Search it. Look for it as for hidden treasure. This is something that is of eternal value. This is far more important than my wedding ring. Far more important than anything that I can possess in this life. I need to be seeking for it. So is it important? You don't seek for something that you don't care about. You don't incline your ear. You don't apply your heart. You don't put real effort into something that doesn't matter to you. It's all right here. Everything that you need in life, wisdom-wise, what God has given us is complete in the King James Version of the Bible. The perfect, preserved Word of God. Just get in it and start looking. Now he says, you do this and you'll be kept. And, and read with me th verse 6 through 11. I love verse 6. I, I, I quoted part of James 1.5. I didn't quote the entire uh, verse. But verse 6 is somewhat the same. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Well, God has never verbally, audibly spoken to me. But I have his complete word of God. Out of his mouth, this living, breathing word of God, I get wisdom, 
knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of, the ju- of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. So you want to know wisdom. It's in the Word of God. You have to have a desire for it, first of all, but it's right here readily available. James 1.5 if, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, which giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. There's verses in, to me that just really are so precious. I, I love all of the Word of God. Please don't get me wrong. But as I, as I consider some verses, James 1.5, 1 Corinthians 15.58, some of them that are my favorites. I love to contemplate that Almighty God knows how foolish I am, knows the decisions that I've made to, through my life to this point, knows the wisdom that I lack, and just seeks to give me that. Not to abrade, not to go back and, and ask me, well, you've been saved for 30 years, Ryan. You've been saved for 30 years. You should be beyond this point in, your, in wisdom. You should, you should know these things already. Why are you still struggling in this area in your life? God is not that way. He could do that to all of us. But He does not upbraid. He says, if you're coming to me in faith, if you're seeking wisdom, I give it to you and I give it liberally. Just get in my word and start looking. You'll find it there. So there's wisdom given. When, we're, when we seek it, He promises to give it. And when we're given, He says in verse 7 that He is our buckler. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. Alright, verse 6, He giveth it. Verse 7, He layeth it up. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. A buckler is a protector. It's the, it's the uh, Greek word, I don't do this very often because I'm... I'm not a linguist, but the pronunciation I saw was meninau. Meninau. And you can see it translated in other places, uh, and we're going to look at Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, as the shield. As the shield. Our protector, our buckler. So wisdom protects, wisdom keeps. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. It's the same Greek word as buckler in verse 7 of chapter 2 of Proverbs. He is our shield, our protector, our strength. So you want preserved, you want safety through life? It is in wisdom. It's when you seek Him. There is no stability outside of the Word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 22. This is David's song, and, and I'm going to read verse 1 through verse 20. I'm going to read quite a bit of it. But when you see the word shield, it's in verse 3. It is the same Greek word, meninau. 
And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge. My Savior, thou savest me from violence. I will call on the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. When the waves of death compassed me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried to my God, and he did hear my voice out of his temple, and my cry did enter into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven moved and shook because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth, and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and did fly, and he was seen upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness pavilions round about him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. Through the brightness before, through the brightness before him were coals of fire kindled. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High uttered His voice. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning and discomfited them. And the channels of the sea appeared, and the foundations of the world were discovered. At the rebuking of the Lord, at the blast of the breath of His nostrils, He sent from above. He took me, He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, and from them that hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. Now we can go on. That, that goes on through the chapter. But as I was reading this, I was thinking about God's deliverance. You seek for wisdom and it will preserve you. It will be your buckler, your shield. David, in his time of distress, said, God is my rock and him will I trust. He is my shield. It's in His wisdom. It's in His Word. Read Psalms and see if David did not love the Word of God. Psalms 119. It is just about the commandments, the statutes, the, the precepts. It's all about the Word of God. He loved the Word of God because in them is wisdom. And in wisdom, there is preservation. There is strength. There is a shield. A buckler. We're kept by His Word, were kept by wisdom. Go with me back to Proverbs, verse 8. He's a buckler in verse 7. Verse 8, He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of His saints. He's our guide. He's our guide. One page over in chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 18 and 19 says, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. The, con the, the contrast in these two verses is stark. It's as, it's, as, it's as different as night and day, right? Light and darkness. The, the one who's seeking wisdom, God says, your path is, is shown. It's as the light. There's this big beam shining down the path. You know where you're going. You know where you're going. Every time I've ever been up in the mountains at night, and we've done, I was in search and rescue in Wyoming, and we, we went up a few different times 
one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning to go and find someone trapped up in the mountains. And you, and you go up there and you depend upon that light. Every, everywhere you go, the paths are not a manicured walk. There's rocks, there's, there's cactus, there's sagebrush, there's all kinds of stuff in the way there in Wyoming. And if you don't have a light to show you, you're stumbling, you're falling. We drug an elk down out of the mountain one time. We started at 6 o'clock in the evening. It was light. When we got to the pickup, it was dark as could be. And we didn't have lights. And uh, we were falling over sagebrush. It was probably somewhat comical to watch. Four of us trying to drag this cow elk, falling all over ourselves and all over everything. Why? Because we know if we're walking in the dark, it's unsure. We don't know where we're going. You want, pat, you want direction in your life, you've got to have wisdom. You want, to, you want to, your path to be shown, and you want some light shed on your way? It's only through the Word of God. Day by day following Him, trusting Him. The wicked, it says, don't know what, it, what they stumble at. That's walking with our eyes closed. It's, it's tripping over everything we come upon because there is no direction. There's no direction. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. I love to have some light to know where I'm going. Darkness is oppressive. Darkness is depressing. And it causes us to be unsure. It causes us many times to be stationary and stay. So you want to have guide in your life? It's in wisdom. Wisdom is given. It's our protector and it's our guide. And then we're delivered. The rest of the chapter speaks of the ways of the world and what wisdom does for us. Verse 9, Then shalt thou understand righteousness, judgment, equity, yea, every good path. When in, wisdom entered into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee. You're delivered here from two things. From the way of the evil man, from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things. It says a few things about him. They leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. They rejoice to do evil and delight in the forwardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and they forward in their paths. Wisdom delivers you from the way of the evil man. That man who seeks wickedness. The man who everything that he says is wickedness. Now, wickedness is not gender specific. This illustration in the Bible is, is just to point us in a direction, right? The wicked man, the wicked individual, the person who is not following God. I have discretion to walk away from that, to stay away from the ways of the wicked. We know it's alluring, we know it's attractive, we know it's distracting to us. So if I have wisdom, I can see the error of their way and I can get away from it. Delivered from the evil man, and verse 16 says, to deliver thee from the strange woman. From the strange woman. It says, she flatters with her words, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth and forgetteth the covenant of her God. This is not necessarily speaking of the sexes. This is talking about a, a lifestyle. Now we can, we can look through Proverbs and it, tell, it, gives, it gives instruction to the men not to look upon women. 
Not to, not to lust after them. Not to follow that, that desire. But to follow the Lord and to be holy and pure in our heart and our minds. That's biblical. You can, you can illustrate this as, as a religion, a false religion. could be the strange woman. Don't follow them. They've forsaken the way of God. Don't be foolish in what you're taught. Take the Word of God and compare it to everything that you're, that you're told. Make sure that it's true. Make sure it's right. Have wisdom so you don't follow those who have forsaken the guide of their youth and forgotten the covenant of her God. It says the reason why is in verse 18, For her house inclineth unto death, and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life that thou mayest walk in the ways of good men and keep the paths of righteousness. For the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it, but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. I didn't write it down, and so I don't have the passage. I can't think of it right off the top of my head. But in one part in Proverbs, it says if we look upon the strange woman, if we follow the strange woman, it says, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. When we're following those that are evil, those that are wicked, those that, the strange woman, that are, have forsaken the guide of their youth. I'm no longer pondering the path of my life. I'm no longer thinking about the future. I'm thinking about the pleasures of today, the pleasures of the moment, what feels good at the time. And I've lost my wisdom. I've lost my discretion. I no longer consider what is coming or what is going to, what is going to happen in the future. Preserved through wisdom. And you can go through the whole entire book of Proverbs and read and see wisdom in it. Tonight my challenge is seek wisdom. Simple. <laughs> it's not a hard concept to understand. Get in the Word of God this week and He will preserve you. He will give you discretion. He will, he will keep you from the ways of the wicked man. But you've got to seek her as silver. Search for her as hid treasure. You've got to apply your, heart, your ear and, and, and incline your ear and apply your heart. Verse 5 is a promise. Then thou shalt understand, shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Do you want wisdom this week? Ask of God. In faith, go to Him and ask Him and He'll show you in His Word wisdom to guide you, to give you direction, to give you light in your path. I don't know where you're going this week. I don't know what will happen last week. But I know that if you get up, if you determine in your heart right now, that from this point I'm going to seek wisdom. This promise in the Word of God is sure. He will give you direction. He will preserve you. He will keep you. And you can walk in a way that's right. But it comes in His Word. Let's pray. Father, thank You for our time tonight. Thank You for each one that's here. I ask that You would... Give us a real desire for wisdom that you'd cause us to seek you moment by moment, day by day, to apply our heart to wisdom.